When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Yeah, welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. And what a big weekend of sport it was across a number of sports. Of course, the uh, the Wimbledon final, not only in the men's singles, but we had success in the doubles badge, which did flew under the, the radar a little bit. Cricket's been ongoing in yes. Sri Lanka. Uh, a little bit of footy played. Four games of footy. Pretty good stuff, actually. Pretty good results, actually. Around, around 17. Some players in trouble, of course, throughout the... Uh, from Thursday what? through to Sunday, exactly. Mm. Hello, Rook. How are you? Good, buddy. And uh, two days to go till State State of Origin decider at Suncorp, oh, and there, and there a, has been Rook's letting us know. What's that? There was a rugby test. Oh, of course, there Saturday was a rugby night. test. Rugby. Australia versus England at Suncorp in front of how many was there? Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. Forty-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. What's going on with these people? They sold the tickets for what fifty dollars? Was that right? I don't know. Yeah, I think all tickets were sold at fifty dollars. We were at Suncorp yesterday for the Broncos Dragons match. Yes. I can't believe how good Nick uh, Nick the field was in. It was great, wasn't it? Uh, because generally, after a rugby game with the scrums and all the drama, there's just, it, it it rips the ground up for a bit. It looked perfect yesterday. So anyone thinking about how Origin's going to be, no dramas at all on Wednesday night with uh, that surface at Suncorp. Weather seems to be okay as well for Wednesday. Uh, Chris Nelson's going to join us uh, in relation to Queensland Racing and also the Kia Top 7. As we said, there was a lot of great events throughout the week, some great achievements, some achievements that uh, just fell just fell short. And, of course, that's, uh, that's Nick Kyrgios. And if you are a Host Plus Cup supporter and you follow one of the the Queensland Cup teams, the Queensland's Premier Rugby League competition, the Host Plus Cup is back, bigger and better than ever in 2022. Badge, your, your Magpies got beaten 72 I'm not allowed, I've been weekend. told not to talk about it. Okay. By, uh, what? The man running the place, Jimmy McClellan. <laughs> you know what they did, Sats? What's that? Um, they, they, they booked him in to play up there this game early in the year, but then the V8s were on, but they said, no, you'll have to come anyway. There was no accommodation. Oh, Townsville. Yeah, Townsville. So the, mag, the players on, uh, was it Sunday or Saturday? Yeah. They got up. They had to get a 4 a.m. flight mm-hmm. on the day of the game to go up there, sit around, have some brekkie, hours, lie around for a few hours. They already had n- no, none of their there were Broncos affiliate. None of those yes. were available. And then a couple of players pulled out with COVID, and he said they were always on a hiding to nothing. Wow, so it was a it was a tough tough weekend. Tough ask, isn't it? Yeah, mm. get in touch with us anytime on zero four five seven seven three six seven three six on our SMS line. Also on Twitter, at SportsDayQLD for expert car service. Book online at repcoservice.com. This is Badge and Sats for the EV6 and the Sportage, both voted cars of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, cars of the year. 
Yeah, welcome back, and thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Two days till State of Origin. Number three, the decider badge. You've played in deciders at Suncorp and Lang, or most notably in Lang Park. And, of course, it's old news now, but Cam Munster and Murray Tower-Lungy out with COVID. And the big question is, we're going to talk to Peter Bedell very, very soon, who is in and around the camp on a daily basis. But from your opinion, do you make any more adjustments? Do you put Ben Hunt to six and maybe bring Dearden off the bench? You've got to be careful changing too many players around mm. different positions. I did like the idea of Ponga. Look, if they if they brought Reese Walsh in, I'd say, yeah, Ponga straight to six and Reese Walsh to fullback. But they didn't go that way. So I think Tommy Dearden, you don't want him sitting nervously on the bench. And and, and that hooker rotation with Hunt and, um, and Harry Grant worked really well. I reckon they'll just put Tommy Dearden in there. And you've pointed out, Sats, his defence is rock solid. Outstanding. Very, very strong mm. defender. So uh, quite important. Look, the expectation is not there that he's going to be another Cam Munster and skip around the park and do crazy things, but defensively really strong and uh, get the job done. in between. And Cherry Ev- might free Cherry Evans up to run a little bit more and Tommy did and play more yeah. like a traditional halfback. Badge, can you remind me, was it 1988 Wally missed his first origin and Peter Jackson Jacko's played 5-8. slotted in, yeah. Man of the match performance. Yeah, outstanding. Outstanding he was. Yep, yep. So no dramas there. Players yep. players are out all the time, aren't they? And that happens and other players step up and uh, away they go. So hopefully Tommy did. And, and a big occasion, I actually – Handles it. I actually think Corey Oates on the wing is actually a, a really strong decision. Well, he's very, he's very close to getting that position anyway. Yeah. He was in the extended squad last in, in game two mm. when uh, Tao Lungi came in. Was that for Xavier Coates? Yes, um, so yeah, he was, he was, he's been ready to go and I kind of thought he might've got picked anyway. Mm. So, uh, no big drama with that one. Blues will be feeling, you know, a bit more confident, I guess, because especially without Munster, but once you're out there and that Queensland crowd gets behind the Maroons. That's going to be a good battle, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Corey Oates up against Daniel Tupo, mm. two big bodies, good targets. Looking forward to it. Should be great. Now round great. 17 results, only four games. The Sharkies are convincing over the Storm on Thursday. Not that three wins now that puts Penrith ahead of the Melbourne Storm. Sharks into the top four. Matty Moreland was outstanding. Yeah, it was. Yeah, good game, really good game. And I, I didn't realise how um, well they were pretty depleted. The Storm, but didn't play mm. very well. Um, they you know, you flat, could, could have they? said they the same really about the, Bron- the Broncos. Had ten or eleven players out, and they yeah. played really well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they were uh, they were no good. And the big story out of that one was um, Brandon Smith calling the ref a. Cheating uh, bastard. Yeah, cheating. Mm. Now, he's been referred straight to the, to the judiciary on a contrary conduct charge. Yeah, he'll kick off a bit. Yeah, what do you think's sufficient? I mean, whatever he gets is going to send a message. I think he'll get a few weeks. Because of the publicity uh, uh, surrounding it's embarrassing. He might get through. You, you just don't do it. You can't say no, it no. to a ref. Uh, yeah. Not the first player to do it, but not as direct and obvious as that. You just can't. I think we've all mumbled something like that under our breath at time sats, but... He got caught out. Owned, I'm pretty sure up. I called Steve Clark a cheat one night. Was he cheating? No, he wasn't. I was just <laughs> frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. um, do you think he owes a public apology, or do you think that would oh, be? Oh, he's apologised to the referee. He did. Yeah, he already has. He sourced and and he's contrite. And he didn't deny it. Yeah, he, he, he sorted him out after fine. the game, which I think is mm. a, is a yeah. You know, I think it's a good step forward anyway. Uh, outside over the weekend as well, we saw Tarek Sims in that game against the Broncos, who were outstanding, as I said, Badge, 32-18. Adam Reynolds, outstanding. Katoni Staggs, Tessie, Tessie New. New. yeah. But some of the big debate out of that also is around Tarek Sims. Two um, 10-minute stints in the bin in the first half. <laughs> and they, that's where they scored their tries, the Dragons. They played the right, two, didn't the they? The two first-half <laughs> tries. Yeah. Well, well, again, 
sufficient penalty for the for the high well, he, tackle that he was sec, the sin, second sin binning, direct contact to the head with a shoulder. I think if he gets he get, if he takes a guilty plea, he gets a week. He's bloody lucky to he get that. He is lucky. Isn't I, I think he? He, he was. It was. I thought he was going to get more than that. Yeah, you know, two or three weeks. So Reece yeah. Kenny, lucky doesn't have a broken jaw. That's actually. it. He copped him directly with his uh, with his shoulder. Do you think that that should change? If he if he broke his jaw, should he receive a harsher penalty? Well, I reckon they probably would have. Yeah, but. You know, I don't know. I don't think they took that into account, but it just wasn't a good look for mine. Yeah. Thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand 21 years in a row. Sports Day, Sports Update. Yeah, Badge, of course, uh, all eyes were on, or most of the eyes. My eyes were Did you say very, it? Yeah, very early morning watching Nick Kyrgios take on one of the greats, uh, Djokovic. Yeah, good first set, eh? Outstanding. And many thought, you know, a lot of the experts have said if he got off to a good start, there's a chance he could beat him. I mean, he has beaten him twice now, last two times I've played. Well, the only two times I've played, he's beaten him twice, Kyrgios, but not on this occasion. Mm. Well, he lost, yeah. Uh, you know, I heard later on John McEnroe said, look, he's a great player, but he beat himself. Mm. And the great, the, the best players, they learn to just stay in the moment and think about the next point, the next point, the next point, and don't get... And all that other stuff that goes with Nick, I know some, you know, some sports psychologists say it actually works for him. And he, but he's yelling at the people in his box. He's having a crack at a lady in the stand. He's, how do you stay in the game? I just, I just can't imagine it. Have a listen to this. She's drunk out of her mind in the first row, speaking to me in the middle of a game. What's acceptable? Nothing is acceptable. Okay, so kick her out. I don't know which one is it. I know exactly which one it is. Tell me, it's the one in the, the, the dress with the, the one that looks like she's had about 700 drinks, bro. The one? <laughs> Put it the bro at the oh, end of it. Bro. bro. Seriously. Well, bro, you got beaten. Yeah, I think you beat yourself. I had a lot to do with it. Despite the fact the bloke you played's outstanding, mm. but uh, you one set up and then you start to go off. And he's bagging everyone in his in his uh, his corporate box. And, oh, yeah. yeah Just yeah, like you said, losing the cool and those... I wasn't disappointed when he moments. lost that. So I, I just, I, I'd be, I'm just almost embarrassed that he represents Australia. I am. I, I've never felt that badly about having an Australian in a, you know, at the pointy end of a, a big tournament like that, and and don't really care if he wins or not. It's. Oh, I think he cares good. whether he wins. No, or not. I, I don't. Care. Oh, you don't. Care. I don't care. He he does. Mm. I don't. I don't mind him. He makes me watch tennis, which is really difficult for me to do. Mm. So <laughs> I'll take my hat off to him. If you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator or tiler, Beaumont Tiles, they're here to help you. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for the Kia EV6 and Sportage, voted Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Now on Sports Day, time for the Kia Top 7. The biggest moments from the weekend in sport for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Yeah, there was a big moment in the uh, the Kia Top 7. There was a big moment down the Gold Coast when the Suns beat Richmond after the final siren. For the greatest victory in Gold Coast history, he kicks straight. What? Straight, straight into football folklore. One of the greatest comebacks you'll ever see. It was no. a great game. I watched fourth quarter. Noah Anderson, that was. Yeah. That goal. There was a big defensive effort with about a minute and a half to go, um, which would have wrapped the game up for Richmond. But a great effort by, by the Suns defender. Were they down by 20? Down by 21 at one stage with a few minutes to go. Just what? outstanding. Outstanding effort it was. And now they move close to the, the top eight. I think they're one win out of the top eight, which is 
which is sensational for them. Number six, um, well, the Rugby Union on Saturday night at Suncorp Stadium. Big crowd. England, they square up the series. They were too good for the Wallabies. England have stalled the Wallabies' fortress and taken the win. We're going to Sydney for the decider. The Elamogs Cup is going on the line at the SCG. We'll never attempt an intercept in rugby, Sats, eh? There's two of them on the weekend. Isn't it? What? English number 10 and also, I think think it was Parisi. He's he's done his ACL, hasn't he? He's out for 12 months. months. Yeah, so he tried to take an intercept. If he takes the intercept, he goes 80. I know. But you you know you're not allowed to knock it down, which is a bit crazy, but that's the rule. But they weren't trying to knock it down, trying to take intercepts. Number five in the Kia Top 7, the uh, the Aussie cricketers uh, in the second test in Sri Lanka are in a bit of strife. Lion. Bowls to Chandamal, who defends, wants to run a single, pulls his partner through, and there's his century. And he has assembled 100 runs out of Sri Lanka's four for 401, taking them from a deficit into a lead. Wrapping up a big score there they are, Mm. and racking up. And uh, Karuna Ratna, 86. Uh, Kusal Mendes, 85. Angelo Matthews, 52. Uh, Kamandu Mendes, 61. They are smashing him. One, two... They've got three Mendeses out there. I wonder if they're brothers. I think Swepson at one stage was two for like a hundred and something. <laughs> Different to the uh, the very first. Oh, sounds like very first figures. test. Yeah. Now number four. We just spoke about this earlier on. Novak and uh, Nate. What's his name? Nick Kyrgios. No. Novak Djokovic. Novak, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number four in the Kia top seven. Novak Djokovic. Too good for our own Nick Kyrgios. Djokovic is forward into the net by Kyrgios. He's the champion again. This undefeated run at Wimbledon continues for one of the sport's all-time greats. Yep. How many is that now? seven at Wimbledon and 21. 21. Mm. So he's just one behind yep. uh, Nadal. And uh, number three, the Rabbitohs had a good win, a solid win. In the Hunter, and it was Latrell Mitchell's first game as skipper. Clune onto the ball. And through oh, the hands, oh, but Cody Walker. Oh, intercept. He's got the whole of McDonald Jones to himself, and he's going to get his second try of the night. Completely different side with Latrell. And, and, and well, as well, a good player, Cody Walker together. Yeah. Combo, good work. Exactly. Uh, the Broncos, we called this game. 32 points to 16. 16. A good win for the Broncos to keep them in touch with the top four. And a lot of exciting tries, probably none, other than, none no more than this one. Now straight in the attack, Hetherington almost through. Ball back on the inside and you. Links up with Ezra Mann. He's got the pace to score. He goes over. There's another one for the Brisbane Broncos. And that was a great try to Ezra yeah. Mann. He went off a little bit after that, but had a, a very solid performance, as did a lot of his teammates. And number one in the Kia Top 7, well, what could be bigger than Nick Kyrgios appearing at Wimbledon and losing? A couple of Aussies had a win. Matt and Max Ebden and Purcell won the doubles. Game, set, match. Ebden, Purcell. Three sets to two. Seven, six, six, seven. Four, six, six, four. Seven, six. In the first round, well done. they were love 40, three match points against them in the fifth set in the first round of Wimbledon. Yeah. And they won it. Clawed their way back and Amazing. went all the way through. Yeah. Great stuff. That's a Kia Top 7 from the weekend of sport. This is Badge and Sats for Sports Day. And the Kia EV6 and Sportage voted Cars of the Year. 
Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day, Badge and Sats. We're going to catch up with our favourite Croatian marathon runner. He's also the chief league writer for News Corp as well. Yes. He goes by the name of Peter Bedell. uh, (laughs) How are you, Pete? G'day, boys. So you ran the marathon. Before we get to some of the late news around Origin and what's going on with um, some of the Queensland clubs, now uh, you ran the marathon a couple of weeks ago, Gold Coast Marathon, what, two hours and 50 minutes? Is that correct? Yes, that's right, Sat. So I'm still paying the price for it, mate. My calves are still hurting eight days later. But, um, yeah, very very happy, mate. It was worth the effort. What were you aiming for? So I was aiming for sub-250. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, aiming for six hours. Um, no, I, was, I was aiming for sub-255. So 257 was my PB previously. So I was hoping to go under 255 and... Yeah, a lot of training the last year, boys, and I was able to get under it. So very happy. And uh, next year, sub 250 now, that's the goal. I've got to get into the 240s. Does it make a sense now, Sash? You know when we ring him up, you know, every few weeks and he's there's lots of heavy breathing? Mm. And I'm thinking, I can't even ask him what he's doing here. <laughs> yeah. He's out training. Yeah, He's running half marathons and marathons. Yeah. And I'm thinking... He's just got another. He's got a side. He's got a side gig and here with the heavy breathing context, down the phone. For the listeners, <laughs> the winner of the Gold Coast Marathon, 42 and a bit K, was uh, he was a full time runner. He did in two hours and ten minutes. Yes, which is amazing. Yes. but but you end up doing yeah, an, didn't you do an crazy. extra? Did you do an extra three or four hundred meters for some, Was that you that did that, Pete? On so yeah, I, well, yeah. I spoke to a lot of the I spoke yeah I spoke to a lot of the runners boys who thought the course was a little bit long. Um, I did forty two point five, so my, my actual marathon split was was two forty nine. But I know a lot of runners said they ran a bit longer, but that often happens when you. If you measure the course point to point, if you don't go on the exact route, you can veer off left or right, and you can easily end up running a few hundred metres more over that distance. So that's the, um, yeah, not that you'd want to be running any more than 42.2. Yeah. So now you, 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 you're in doubt now. You're not on standby for, uh, for state of origin, mate, because you've, you're still recovering. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've just got out of the hyperbaric chamber. I've uh, been given the green light by the Queensland team doctor, Matthew Slop, and I'm good to go, boys. I'll be there Wednesday night. Aren't you a blue, though? Like, I thought you'd be suiting up for the, the blues, especially now that they're, you know, they're I know, favourites. I've sold, I've, I've, I've sold my soul badge. So the truth is I was born in Mascot, moved to Maroubra when I was 12, lived in New South Wales for 30 years, but under the Queensland residency rule, I've now been here 15 years. So I, I qualified. <laughs> ah, different rules than I knew. I thought you had to be you had to be for thirty years. Anyway, Sats, we'll we'll have him. We'll have him. We need him. We know the the other non-starters are, of course, Cam Munster and and Tao Lungi. Um, were there other options thrown up outside of bringing Tommy Deaton, who I think, mind you, defensively is actually a really good a really good move. But were there other some other scenarios thrown up, Pete, for Queensland? Uh, well, Sats, as you know, Sam Walker was part of the extended squad, and I guess there would have been some discussion about maybe potentially playing Sam in the halves. But I think Tommy did and was the logical choice for Billy. He's been in there for the whole series. He's learned a lot from DCE and Munster over the last two, three weeks. He'd be familiar with their patterns. So, And I think Tom did in the view of Billy Slater, he thinks he's got the confidence. He thinks he's ready for it. I know it's a big call because 12 months ago, he was, a, he was a discard at the Broncos. But he's come a long way at the Cowboys He's played great footy this year, and I think Billy will back him to get the job done in the decider. Is that how they're training? Because there is a hint that um, maybe Ben Hunt 
would uh, would start in the halves and Tommy Dearden come off the bench, Harry Grant at uh, at hooker. Um, is that is that a possibility? Yeah, look, I guess it's a possibility, Badge. It's one permutation for Billy, but just talking to him the other day, he said that Tommy Dearden being the six. And look, mm. I'd be surprised if they went with Hunt in the halves just because it means a lot more disruption to other parts of their spying. You know, if Hunt, if Hunt goes into the halves, then... Harry Grant starts and then Dearden's on the bench. And I don't think I don't think they'd have the same impact if they had Dearden off the bench. I like I love the thought of Harry coming on at the twenty minute mark and, and creating havoc. So I think the temptation would be to start Harry at fourteen and, and keep the status quo there. With Billy, I noticed with Freddie leading in the game too, I thought he was anxious. His whole body language is completely different. It was you know, going to game two, you could tell that there's so much at stake. And leading into game three, I think that the it's reversed a little bit um, in relation to the body language of the coaches. Billy seems to be the one that's a, a little bit more anxious. Are you seeing that as well when attending training and, and talking at press conferences with him? Yeah, it's it's funny, Sats. I, I felt the same thing when he did a He did a press conference the other day when the team was named, and on camera, he looked a bit uptight. He was quite he was pretty prickly with some, some of the questions we asked him. He was quite short with some of the responses, and I thought... Is he feeling the pressure? But it's funny, then the cameras come off and I had a chat to Billy off to the side and just for, I interviewed him for the paper and he was he was much more relaxed off camera. So I don't know if it's part of the mind games, boys, where he's just trying to put that on for the cameras um, and trying to be say, as little as possible, not to give too much ammunition to the Blues. But I, I think behind, I, I even spoke to him guys the other night when the COVID positives came through on Munster and Tuolungi and he was pretty pragmatic about it. He just said, look, guys, it's what, what's happened. We're going to deal with it. He was quite relaxed. So, yeah, I think he's handling the pressure pretty well. And look, as you boys know, he's been there, hasn't he, on the big stage. So I don't think coaching at this level would be too too pressurised for him. Oh, it is amazing what State of Origin can do. It's amazing what happens coaching in the NRL as well. And we've already seen three coaches sacked this year. And, um, Pete, I know you've got your finger on the pulse of what goes on at the Titans. Uh, Justin Holbrook. Uh, seems to me safe at the moment. What are you hearing? Yeah, I think so, Badge. I mean, I, look, I've made quite a few calls on this one to people in and around the Titans. I know talking to key figures at the Titans, they seem to be prepared to back him for the moment. So, look, I know we all we know things can change pretty quickly in the coaching sphere. I mean, it could you know they could lose by fifty points in the next three weeks, and he may walk himself, Holbrook. But I spoke to Justin a few weeks ago. He said. He's, he's determined to fight on. He believes he's got the support of the people around him at the club. Talking to a few heavy hitters, they they say that a sacking's not imminent. And I hope, guys, they give him time because let's just nine months ago, Justin Holbrook got them to the finals, their first finals in some time. And I, I, I think he deserves a chance to right the wrongs. I mean, I, I don't think one mm. bad season should herald the demise of a coach. I mean, Trent Robinson finished second last a couple of years ago and won the comp two years later. So... You can turn things around pretty quickly with the right roster, but Holbrook has to get his roster right. Yes, you're right about that. Hey, I just want to flick back to um, to not, well club footy with the with the Broncos and Corey Oates, of course, who's been called into State of Origin camp. Where's where's his future looking like? I I don't think he's got a a new deal on the table yet, has he? No, he doesn't, Badge. And it's quite interesting, isn't it? We're getting to the later winter months, and this is typical Corey Oates. He's off contract yet again. He's been on one-year deals for a while, and 
Look, my mail out of the Broncos is they won't lose him. They they do want to keep him. They've, they've tabled an offer to him. Now, it is a reduced offer, I'm told, on what he's currently on. So he's going to have to take a pay cut to stay. Although he could go to the Dolphins, Corey Oates. I mean, I, I think he's got a good relationship with Wayne. Wayne would be prepared to have him if he so desired. But I, I, my mail is he'll stay at the Broncos. He, he wants to be a one-club man. And even though he'll have to take less to stay, I think you'll find that Corey Oates will be there next season. Now, on the Broncos, and the big question is, where does everyone fit into the puzzle, Pete, with with Reese Walsh coming to the club? Now, they, they identified Selwyn Cobbo as the future fullback. Farnworth it, wants to play there. Yeah, well, Farnworth may end up get, having to go to the Dolphins and going to the open market. Does this mean Cobbo is probably more seen now as a centre and a winger and not so much a fullback? Yeah, it's a good point. So it's been looking at four into one won't go, will they? I mean, we all talk about, you know, Cobbo, Walsh, but then there's Tamari Martin and, of course, it's Farnworth. And then we let's Desi not was very New, good. who was outstanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's, and he's, been the, he's been the forgotten man, Tessie, but he was the starting number one in, in round one. So, look, he's got some options, Kevy. Oh, talking to the Broncos, Sats, I know their methodology is that Reese would potentially start as the number one, and then in the coming years, when Adam Reynolds retires, they would move Ezra Mam to seven potentially to succeed Reynolds, and then pair him with Walsh in the halves. So, I don't think Walsh is just permanently stuck to the number one spot. I think they think he can make a, a Darren Lockyer style transition, start off at fullback, and then eventually go into the halves. So that would open the door for Cobbo, for example or testing you to be the fullback. So, look, they've got some options. It's a bit of a headache, though, for Kevy because it could create some discontent. They may lose Herbie Farnworth over it. It's not a bad move. Reese Walsh wants to play six as well. So, yeah, it's a pretty good succession plan, Pete. Thanks very much, mate, for joining us once again. You're always giving with your time. No, your time, boys. All good. Yeah, for expert the, car service. Back what? to the massage table. Yeah. You're getting treatment. Whoa, whoa. Massage. What? Just normal massage. Okay, good. Doing marathons. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For expert car. No heavy breathing from you. No more, no. Expert car service. Book online at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for the Kia EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage Cars of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to Badge and Sats. And one of our favourites, Chrissy Nelson, is in the house for the Tab Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival is here. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. How are you, Nelson? I'm going very well, thanks, Sats. How are you guys? Really good. Well, Massive weekend. Um, we'll talk about some of your tips from the weekend. But huge weekend, not only Doombin, but but also regional. A couple of big days in Rocky. Yeah, yeah, we had the uh, the Friday new market, of course, at Rocky, and Saturday the big day with the uh, the Rockhampton Cup, which was won by the local star Master Jamie, who carried fifty nine odd kilos to win there. He, he carried sixty five and a half to win a couple of weeks ago in the lead up race, and he had a nice little weight drop there to fifty nine on Saturday, and he was still too good for them. So that was a massive result. So we know Willie Pike obviously rode at the meeting Saturday, guys, and. He didn't do too badly. Did, he had two winners, three seconds and three thirds from eight rides. Did he? Get, did Not they bad. put him on all the favourites, or is he just that good that he was? Because everything. Yeah. Every time I looked at Willie Pike, it was like dollar seventy or two dollars twenty. Is it just because whatever yeah. he got on, people thought he'll get it home? Pretty much. He was riding. Um, he was riding all Tony Gollans that took he took up there for the uh, for the two days, so especially on the Saturday, of course. And yeah, that's why they were so short. They had the city form. They didn't all win, but the ones that did get beaten didn't get beaten by far. So. 
if you had been backing Willie each way all day, you might have ended up with a, with a small profit. But not bad. He, he figured in the finish of every one of all eight races. Yeah. Now, your tips at Doombin were were, uh, were great. I collected on all of them because they were all scratched. All the, <laughs> no, two of them. There's I a got first. my money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they were both late scratchings. Vaccine and Charm Me Baby both came out late. Uh, before the race so i'm not sure of the reasons why that happened but uh anyway we'll hold those over for another day but it was a good day at uh, doombin uh, doubles to Brody loy mark duplessis taylor marshall michael carl made a successful comeback he's been off the scene for a long long time and he managed to get a win in the last race on wham for our lindsey hatchet to Woomba. wham won in a four horse uh, tight finish there so michael carl back with a vengeance and he's one to follow and, and guys a couple of yeah a couple of it was big odds too i know someone that backed it but uh, i don't know how they did maybe they should become on your show and give tips um <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uncommon james and duluth were the two highlights for the day uncommon james won again he'll go to melbourne now for a couple of races during the spring and duluth made it three straight uh winning for chris munson mark duplessis so although we're sort of through the carnival now guys it was it was a really good day with a couple of highlights there i've got to go to rocky next year now what's going on this week Take me with you, Sats. Oh, I'd like to go too. So um, I'll jump in. I'm small enough to jump in your case. Well, I'll lose a bit of weight and I will be. Uh, mm. This week we have uh, racing at Cairns tomorrow, 11 races. Now, we were down to race at Kilcoy tomorrow, but that has been um, postponed or abandoned this afternoon, just to wet the track. So Cairns tomorrow, Doombin Wednesday, Ipswich Thursday, Mackay Friday. Saturday we race at Eagle Farm, the Gold Coast, and Toowoomba. Plus, we've also got a tab meeting at Gympie on the sand. Have you been to the Gympie right. sand track? No, no, I didn't even know there was no, sand at Gympie. Is it called, it's not called uh, Rainbow Bay, is it? Or Rainbow Beach? That's near Gympie sand. No, no, that's 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 further up. That's okay. further along. But uh, yeah, Gympie's uh, not exactly near the beach, but they've got a sand track there, and uh, it's only about twelve hundred metres around. But that's a tab meeting on uh, on Saturday, and I can give you a clue there. You want to be on the leaders. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just picking which ones are going to lead. That's the problem. <laughs> exactly. That's the hard part because yeah. they all want to. <laughs> Chrissy Nelson, thanks very much. Uh, again, we'll talk to you in the next couple of days. The Tab Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival at Albion Park is the place. To Welcome play. back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. Both voted Cars of the Year. Yeah, welcome back to Badge and Sats, and one of our favourites, Christy Nelson, is in the house for the Tab Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival is here. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. How are you, Nelson? I'm going very well, thanks, Sats. How are you guys? Really good. Well, Massive weekend. Um, we'll talk about some of your tips from the weekend, but huge weekend, not only Doombin, but but also regional. A couple of big days in Rocky. Yeah. Yeah, we had the uh, the Friday new market, of course, at Rocky, and Saturday the big day with the uh, the Rockhampton Cup, which was won by the local star Master Jamie, who carried fifty nine odd kilos to win there. He, he carried sixty five and a half to win a couple of weeks ago in the lead up race, and he had a nice little weight drop there to fifty nine on Saturday, and he was still too good for them. So that was a massive result. So we know Willie Pike obviously rode at the meeting Saturday, guys, and. He didn't do too badly. He had two winners, three seconds, and three thirds from eight rides. Did he? Get, did they bad. put him on all the favourites, or is he just that good that he was? Because yeah. everything, every time I looked at Willie Pike, it was like a dollar seventy or two dollars twenty. Is it just because whatever yeah. he got on, people thought he'll get it home? Pretty much. He was riding. Um, he was riding all Tony Gollins that took he took up there for the uh, for the two days, so especially on the Saturday, of course. And yeah, that's why they were so short. They had the city form. They didn't all win, but the ones that did get beaten didn't get beaten by far. So. 
if you had been backing Willie each way all day, you might have ended up with a, with a small profit. But not bad. He, he figured in the finish of every one of all eight races. Yeah. Now, your tips at Doombin were... Were uh, were great. I collected on all of them because they were all scratched. All the, <laughs> no, two of them. There's so a I got first. my money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they were both late scratchings. Vaccine and Charm Me Baby both came out late uh, before the race. So I'm not sure of the reasons why that happened. But uh, anyway, we'll hold those over for another day. But it was a good day at uh, Doombin. Uh, doubles to Brodie Loy, Mark Duplessis, Taylor Marshall. Michael Carl made a successful comeback. He's been off the scene for a long, long time, and he managed to get a win in the last race on Wham for our Lindsay Hatchet to Woomba. Wham won in a four-horse uh, tight finish there. So Michael Carl back with a vengeance, and big odds. he's one to follow. And, and, guys, a couple of – yeah, a couple of – it was big odds, too. I know someone that backed it, but uh, I don't know how they did. Maybe they should become on your show and give tips. <laughs> um, uh, uh, <laughs> Uncommon James and Duluth were the two highlights for the day. Uncommon James won again. He'll go to Melbourne now for a couple of races during the spring. And Delith made it three straight, uh, winning for Chris Munson, Mark Duplessis. So, although we're sort of through the carnival now, guys, it was it was a really good day with a couple of highlights there. I've got to go to Rocky next year. Now, what's going on this week? Take me with you, Sats. Oh, I'd like to go too. <laughs> so, um, I'll jump in. I'm small enough to jump in your case. Well, I'll lose a bit of weight, and I will be. Uh, mm. This week, we have uh, racing at Cairns tomorrow. Eleven races. Now, we were down to uh, race at Kilcoy tomorrow, but that has been. Um, postponed or abandoned this afternoon just to wet the track so Cairns tomorrow Doombin Wednesday Ipswich Thursday Mackay Friday Saturday we race at Eagle Farm the Gold Coast and Toowoomba plus we've also got a tab meeting at Gympie on the sand have you been to the Gympie right. sand track no, no I didn't even know there was no, sand at Gympie. Is it called, it's not called uh, Rainbow Bay is it or Rainbow Beach that's near Gympie sand. no no that's 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 further up that's okay. further along but uh yeah, Gympie's uh, not exactly near the beach, but they've got a sand track there, and uh, it's only about 1,200 metres around. But that's a tab meeting on uh, on Saturday, and I can give you a clue there. You want to be on the leaders. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just picking which ones are going to lead. That's the problem. <laughs> exactly. That's the hard part, because yeah. they all want to. <laughs> Chrissy Nelson, thanks very much. Uh, again, we'll talk to you in the next couple of days. The Tab Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival at Albion Park is the place to chase. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858. This is Sports Day for Kia EV6 and the Sportage, both voted Cars of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, thanks to Elders Insurance. They have hands-on support for our local community and Badge, uh, Shane Van Gisbergen, he won Saturday's V8 race, the big race in Townsville. I haven't been to Townsville V8s yet, but uh, it looks like he had the race sewn up until... Oh, that's the... On yesterday, yeah. yeah. So he won Saturday and yesterday in... Look, looking good, but Anton Di Pasquale ploughed into him, spun him around, so he made a mistake. Uh, and then Cam Waters... Came through and won. Um, so, uh, but he's still, yeah, he, he won the the, um, the the weekend, Van Gisberg, and yep. extends his lead. It's going to be hard to catch uh, in the V8 title. He's become very dominant, hasn't he? Yes. Since McLaughlin leaving. Uh, we have got the test matches in Sri Lanka at the moment, so make sure you join Adam Collins, Jeremy Coney, Russell Arnold, Arnold uh, Jeff Lemon, and the team for every ball of day four of the second test between Sri Lanka and Australia, live from Gaul on SEN Fanatic and the SEN app as well. Australia, as we said earlier on, in a bit of trouble. It should go into five days. Yes. So you can get it again. Of Absolutely. Course, tomorrow night. Um, Greg Norman, another blow for Greg Norman. Badge, you, your man, 
<laughs> snubbed by the Open Championship because mm. the RNA, the the governing body, saying that he's not welcome at the Champions Dinner. He's won the title twice. Yeah. Well, that's their choice. But they but they still welcome the players into play that are that aren't that aren't leading a rebel breakaway. Uh, Blood money tour, yeah. What? It's a little bit like Super League. It's not like 95 Origin Series. They say, you sign with Super League, you're not playing State of Origin. To me, it sounds a little bit hypocritical. I I can see you you agree with it. Oh, yeah, I'm alive. Hey? Yeah, I'm I'm happy for them. That's good. You've got to make these big decisions, don't you? You can't just say, oh, you can smash us around and try to take over the world of golf. Oh, and come to the dinner as well, Greg. (laughs) And... Uh, thanks to the last blast to Elders Insurance from local footy. Don't wear those pants that you wore on the beach. <laughs> to community events. Maybe it was that. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I think it might have been more so. Heading up a, a rebel tour. It's it's more about his, his dress attire. Mm. Yeah, I think that's got a lot more to do with it. Yeah. Thanks, Elders <laughs> Insurance from local footy to community events. It's our way of giving back. Plenty happened over the weekend. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Thank you, Batch. Thank you, Scott. See you all tomorrow. It's Australia's Most Wanted. That is the Kia EV6 and the Kia Sportage. They have been voted Cars of the Year. See you tomorrow. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.